Okay, so Master of Puppets. Uh, so it was released in March 1986 uh, from Metallica uh, from a label called Electra R Records. Um, Metallica went to Scandinavia to record the album. Um, not long after they released 1984's Ride the Lightning, which is obviously um, an absolute masterpiece, in my opinion. Uh, it's a fantastic album, which um, was like a huge improvement on their debut album, Kill Em All, which was released in 1983. Um, Fingers with Master of Puppets, and it, it's, it's a true work of art. And the reason why I say this is Ride the Lightning was something that was just, uh, was new to everybody in, in a way. Um, heavy metal at that point was very popular. Um, bands like Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, um, and numerous others as well were prominent at that, at that point. But Metallica used a technical edge, um, which they had through just great songwriting, um, fantastic bass playing. I mean, Cliff Burton is just is such an incredible bassist, um, which, I mean, it's sad the way he died and, you know, rest in peace, Cliff Burton, um, a true pioneer of the, of the instrument. It's hard to deny that, particularly if you listen to this record, Master of Puppets, you, you truly appreciate what he brings to the table. So Master of Puppets. Now, the album starts uh, acoustically with battery. Um, it's a nice smooth entry, but then it leads into like a full-on, like in-your-face, heavy riffs. Um, but it's not just an album. It, it's not just songs that are just fresh and bash. There's a lot of emotional depth to it. Um, the lyrics people can relate to a lot, um, with problems that they have and, and, and that sort of thing. It's just, it's just the perfect fresh album in so many ways that truly makes it one of the best, in my opinion, the best heavy metal album of all time. That's a big call, I know, but the, the emotional depth of the album, uh, just the incredible bass playing by Cliff Burton on Orion, uh, the, the riffs to Master of Puppets, the title track, um, Disposable Heroes, Welcome Home Sanitarium, the thing that should not be, in my opinion, is the most underrated on the record. Um, Leper Messiah, uh, again, pretty underrated. Uh, not, not one of the best songs on the album by any means, but still a fantastic song. Uh, and the album ends with the very freshy Damage Inc. Uh, phenomenal album in, in just every way. Uh, good variety of songs as well. Like there's, there's just, they don't try to do things too differently in the record. Uh, they, they generally try for the same things. Um, so it's not an album where the first half of it is good and the second half of it is not quite as catchy, not quite the same thing. Uh, it, 
and that, yeah, because a lot of, say, Megadeth, for example, in my opinion, so many of their albums, like the start of it is fantastic. Like it's catchy, it's freshy, it's what they're about. But then if you go more in depth into the albums, like some of them, like not all of them, but some of them, it's just, it, it starts to lose its, I guess it's, it's prominence and it's, and everything about it that, uh, that Megadeth are, which is a fresh, a fresh band. Uh, and that's what they do best. And that's why their best albums are say Rust in Peace, Peace Cells. And, and the same applies for Metallica as well. Um, I don't think there's any denying that any Metallica fan and anyone who listens to it appreciates the fresh more than say, uh, I'm trying to think of certain like reload and load. Like then they're, they're not terrible albums, but they're definitely not the absolute highlight from the band in any way. So anyway, going back to Master of Puppets, anyone who listens to the record back to front can just appreciate the fact that it's not just a fresh band that's just playing for the sake of being heavy. There's just so much to it. Uh, like the, the instrumentation is perfect. It's well-produced. Production's just amazing on that album. Uh, they certainly absolutely got it spot on. Um, I've tried listening to the remastered versions. In my opinion, they're not much different uh, from what they already produced, uh, which is good because they didn't take away, uh, I guess, the rawness of the album because it's still 1986. Like, the band was still a young band in a tr in just a, a bus, a small bus, travelling on the road. Um, most of the al album members, sorry, the band members were in the young 20s still. Like, it's still hard to believe that in the young 20s they created just such an amazing album after an already amazing album of Ride the Lightning. Um, in my opinion, uh, Master of Puppets is a progression of Ride the Lightning. And what I mean by that is with Ride the Lightning, they obviously built something fantastic, something new, something fresh. But with Master of Puppets, it's just a progression of that, but in a better way. Like they built on that. Uh, with Ride the Lightning, it's like, it's just fantastic to listen to. Like so many people have it as their favorite album and I really can't blame them. Um, the same goes for Injustice for All, which in, in my opinion, there's, uh, I wouldn't even put Injustice for All in the top four. I know that's debatable and that's the whole reason we have these videos on YouTube and I've made one already of Metallica's Worst to Best and there's plenty on there, which is really interesting because so many different varieties of lists, like I've seen people put Master of Puppets as low as fourth or fifth, which does hurt my brain a little bit, but yeah, it's everyone's opinion. Like, you know, you've got to appreciate that. And not everyone thinks the same way, and that's why we have them. It gets people talking, and it's, it's very interesting. So, the yeah, going back to Master of Puppets again, um, it, it's just... When I say emotional depth, a lot of it also applies to, unfortunately, Cliff Burton dying not that long after the album was made. I think it was about roughly about six months or something like that, uh, that Cliff Burton died, unfortunately, when they were um, on a tour bus in Scandinavia. I think it was Sweden, I think, from memory. 
Lomburg, Sweden, I think it was. And the early hours in the morning, allegedly, um, and I'm not going to go too in depth, in depth for this because obviously it's debatable and I don't want to anger anybody. Um, allegedly, the bus spun out on black ice, which is on the on the road. Um, and the driver allegedly tried to correct himself in doing so. The bus flipped. And unfortunately, the night before, Cliff Burton and Kirk Hammett had a sort of not really an argument, but they a debate as to who was going to get the top bunk. Uh, Cliff Burton won and he got the top bunk. Uh, unfortunately, in doing so, when the bus flipped, he, uh, he fell out the window or, or something like that and the bus landed on top of him. Um, in trying to save Cliff Burton, um, they tried to get the bus off him, but then the bus fell back on top of him. Now, it was obviously debatable whether he was still alive at this point. Uh, in my opinion, I don't think he would have been. Obviously, he was crushed by a bus. Like, the chances of survival are slim to none. Um, obviously, a several-ton bus landing on you, it's going to crush your frame and do all sorts of, of horrible things, which is a terrible way to die. Um, and especially someone who was only 24 years old. Like, it's just, it's just so sad. Like, he was, just so many songs that he'd already been a huge part of, like Pulling Teeth Instrumental in Kill Em All is just, I mean, it, it's hard to describe, but the best way to describe it is just to listen to it and appreciate just how good he was. Um, it was just it was just stuff you hadn't heard at this point. Uh, and you listen to a song like Orion where he takes full charge of that song. Um, so many people, pretty much everybody, can't tell that his first bass solo is actually bass. Most people just think it's guitar. It sounds that unique. Um, and it's, yeah, it, it's just phenomenal to listen to. The, the middle part of that song is just... It, yeah, again, it's hard to describe. It's just something you listen to and just appreciate and just don't speak. Because Cliff Burton does all the speaking in that part and it, it just brings out a variety of emotions. It's hard not to listen to it without bringing a tear to your eye um, because it's just, yeah, it, it's just soft. But the thing is with with Master of Puppets is they do have sections of songs that do bring that out. Like Master of Puppets goes from being thrashy to around three minutes 30 in the song where they just take a step back and it, it just catches you off guard. But that's that's the thing about this album that makes it so unique and phenomenal is they're able to do that. But even in doing so, it, it's not taking anything away from the album. It still flows really well. It sounds fantastic. It's just so good to listen to. Uh, it, it, yeah, I know friends who are into hip hop and all that sort of thing, and they still think Master of Puppets is an absolute masterpiece. Even if they don't fully appreciate heavy metal as a whole, they still appreciate the music so much. So it's like, yeah, even just listening to it, I remember listening to Master of Puppets for the first time when I was on a road trip in early 2007. My friend Harry, uh, who I was playing cricket with at the time, um, just 
happened to tell me, oh, you know, there's this great, there's this great song that I think you should like. At the time, like, I didn't like, I didn't really know much about heavy metal. Like, I'm not saying I didn't like it, but it's just not something I ever gave any attention to. I knew Enter Enter Sandman. That was the one song I knew. At this point, when it came to knowing bands, I'd normally know one or two songs, but I wouldn't actually go into the discography about the bands. I know know it sounds bizarre, but... uh, yeah, it, it's just, like, I remember listening to it for the first time in the car on a road trip, heading back from a place called Malakuta, which is on the um, borderline with New South Wales and Victoria and Australia. Um, and obviously it was a road, long road trip back to Sydney. It was probably like, I, I can't remember how long, six, seven hours or something like that. So I had plenty of time, obviously, to listen to some music and stuff. I was, I was an angry 14-year-old kid. Um... Yeah, it, and I was just like, oh, well, I downloaded I downloaded the song because I had nothing else to do. Uh, so I put it on my iPod uh, and decided to give it a listen. That day changed my life. <laughs> I was just blown away by just how great it was. Um, even without really appreciating heavy metal at that point, you could just appreciate every part of the song, every transition, every riff, every drum fill, Everything about the song was just... There was not a moment in the song where it tailed off at any point or it got less interesting. It, everything about it was just phenomenal. Um, and it was just so enjoyable. It just opened my eyes to a whole different genre of music that, it, yeah, it, it just changed my life. Like, at this point, like, I didn't really have much in terms of music taste or, or anything like that. But then ever since March of Puppets came along, then I started appreciating bands like Megadeth and Iron Maiden more, Slayer more. Uh, it just opened me up to a whole genre of music that I didn't really appreciate at the time. Um, sooner or later, um, then I started appreciating al- albums more in depth, like the Black Album, uh, Ride the Lightning, at, which I didn't even know existed at this point. Obviously, because as I said, like I didn't know much about bands' dis- discography. So then Ride the Lightning came in and just, yeah, <laughs> it, it just, like, I, I think about days that changed my life and I know most people f- would probably say, oh, it was like when I got it, uh, like when I, I'm just trying to think, when I like went through all of high school or graduated or um, met a girl or got married and that sort of thing, which I obviously appreciate, but like I'm married. Yeah. I don't even have a girlfriend. Um, so when it comes to things that I'd say changed me or things that made an impact, listening to master of puppets is very, very high. Um, yeah, like really high towards the top because music for me is really important. Uh, when I'm not feeling particularly great mentally, music plays a huge impact on feeling better and trying to bring yourself up again. Um, I know talking about these sort of things is the best form of therapy, but music is my form of therapy in a way, obviously not as to fix the whole problem as a whole, but 
to actually try and put yourself in the right mind frame again, which music does for me. Uh, so the impact that Master of Puppets had on my life is huge. Um, when you think about the emotional side of it, the mental side of it, um, and just, as I said, like what it introduces you in terms of genre and just puts you in a certain direction with music and just appreciating it, um, every step of the way is just fantastic. So like, it's, it's also good to see, um, like I watch a lot of YouTube videos, especially now, obviously going for the whole COVID-19 situation. Uh, I do watch a lot of YouTube and, and that sort of thing. Um, just trying to find different subjects and just trying to, I guess, fill my time if I'm feeling bored and that sort of thing. Cause that's the number one thing you try and avoid when you're, um, obviously everybody and including myself being at home for long periods of time, like it doesn't feel like you're trapped. Like, cause you know, obviously you still appreciate that you still have little things like a job and, and, and that sort of thing. But you, you do feel slightly mentally trapped in a way which you try and avoid. Um, I watch a lot of YouTube videos of people's reaction to hearing Master of Puppets, the, the title track, uh, for the first time. Uh, I would love to go back and remember the feeling. I do remember the feeling, but not obviously because it's some 13 years ago. I don't remember it like, like it was yesterday, but I remember feeling an incredible sense of like, it was like a new world in a way, a world that I hadn't seen before. And it was just great to listen to um, people's reactions of Master of Puppets for the first time and just appreciating the music. Everyone I've, I've seen do that review has felt the same way about the album and about the songs. It's, it's just, it's not... When people think of heavy metal, like so many people don't like heavy metal because it's so heavy and it's people shouting and, and that sort of thing. And I, I hear a lot of people say that. And I, you know, I kind of appreciate where they're coming from because obviously they, they're into a, a different sort of genre. Um, and a lot of people don't give it the light of day. Um, yeah, but when they listen to it and they actually give it an opportunity, they can see that it's not just heavy metal for the sake of being heavy. It's, it's a whole heap of things in one that makes it so unique and just perfect in so many ways. So it's, it's an album that, yeah, like I'll appreciate it as much as I do now until the day I die because it's of the impact that it's had um, every single song on it is absolutely perfect. Um, so well produced, so well written. Uh, it's a shame that after then, uh, a few of their albums are quite hit and miss. Um, obviously, Saint Anger was the most disliked from the band. Um, and Load and Reload were kind of a bit of a downer um if you combine the two and put certain songs on there it would be a pretty good record but the two as as a whole aren't particularly a highlight in the discography of metallica um but when you look at certain albums like 
like, I really appreciate the Black Album. Like, I know a lot of fans don't like it because it's it's a more mainstream approach from the band, which a lot of fans were pissed off about because they were sort of like an underground band. Um, but in terms of the production of the album and the way that it was done, you can't deny the Black Album is a phenomenal album. Like, and there's no weaknesses on that album as well. Every single song is so well written. Um, it's obviously not as freshy, like it is quite measured in a way, particularly some of the riffs, but it doesn't like alienate from the path of which they'd already taken because they're still producing fresh. It, it's not quite, I guess, on par with as freshy as their previous four albums, um, but they still go along the same path. It's not like they're doing, say, what, what Linkin Park did. Because the first two albums, Hybrid Theory and Numb, are phenomenal albums. Like, I love Meteora. That was the first um, rock album in any way, shape or form, a rock album. That was the first one I ever bought. And that was in 2003, I think it was. Um, and it, yeah, it, there's no weakness on our album. It, it's phenomenal. Uh, Hybrid Theory is also fantastic as well. But... The reason why I appreciate Meteora more is the emotional depth I had to that album and just the attachment I have to it. The reason why I bring up Lincoln Park sort of just as like a, I brought that up quite randomly. The reason why I brought that up is I feel the same way about Metallica and Master of Puppets is the emotional depth and the attachment you have to that album in comparison to say Ride the Lightning or And Justice For All because a lot of people have that as their favorite albums. It's all about the attachments that you sort of have to that album. Um, yeah, like... Like, every time I look at Master of Puppets as an art form or just the album itself, because I've got the album in my room, it, it's just, it brings a smile and just, it it brings like a fire to my, to myself. Um, because there's just so much energy behind it and it's just, it brings like, when I first listened to it, I was quite an angry kid and I'm a moody kid. And another reason why I think I related so well to it is obviously having those feelings and having the, again, the attachment to it because it was just so angry and just so full on. And that's another reason why I was so attached to that album, uh, because of just the fact that it was just it was raw, it was, it seemed angry to me, so I related very well to it, uh, yeah, so, yeah, that's my piece on Master of Puppets, I know I sort of took a few turns, twists and turns there, but it's just good to discuss, I guess, not just Master of Puppets itself, but I guess just try and bring a topic out there about the album as a whole, but also a bit of the discography and a, a few reasons as to why I think the album is so phenomenal as a whole. Uh, give it a listen. Um, I The tracks that I fully recommend that you start with, you start with Master of Puppets. Uh, one of the longest songs on there, I know. I think it's 8 minutes 36 seconds. Um, that's how well I know the album is. I know that off by heart. Um the reason why I say start off with that is that is the best song in my opinion. Um, and it's just, there's no weakness to that song at all. That's the reason why I say start with that. But if you want to do it the right way, um, 
ignore my advice and start with the first song battery and just work your way down. Because um, battery is the perfect opener um, in terms of album itself, because it's just, it's, it's, it's a good way to introduce the album rather than go straight into Master of Puppets. Um, the reason why I say start with Master of Puppets, if, if you're not into heavy metal, that is a good way to start because yes, it's one of the freshiest songs on there. I, I think probably Damaging is the most freshy song on there. Uh, that's the reason why I say start with Battery because by the time you get to Damaging, Damaging is the most freshy song on there in my opinion. So you can sort of work your way towards that. Uh, if you're not as into heavy metal, that's why I said go into Master of Puppets first because it's a good way to introduce yourself to a genre that you're not quite used to yet. So yeah, just give the album an opportunity, um, give it a listen, um, listen hard to the lyrics as well in that song because it's uh, it's about drugs. Um, I know that the band have said that it's about various different things, but uh, I, I do think it is about drugs, particularly when he says the lyric, chop your, chop your breakfast on a mirror and just a few other lyrics in, in there, in, in my opinion, it sounds like it's about drugs. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, but you can relate it to it on different aspects as well, which makes it um, just phenomenal to listen to. Um, there's no so song on here I don't recommend. Uh, just, yeah, just give it a listen um, and just appreciate just something that was unique at the time as well. Uh, the thing is with heavy metal at this point, and, and I said it before, is um, this was something new, uh, as well as Rise of Lightning. It was something new. Like heavy metal was about producing songs that were just heavy um, the whole way through. Whereas Master of Puppets is you take one aspect, so you take heavy metal, but you also take the softer the more melodic approach to it and you combine the two together which just makes it so fantastic to listen to because it just goes so well together it's so well done um it's an idea that could have gone either way uh but that they've just produced and written it so well that it just binds so well together so anyway enjoy it and yeah let me know your thoughts